Welcome, ladies and gentlemen, to Rowdy and Reckless Podcast. Where today we got a pretty cool cat with us, Mr. Cole Big Johnson. <laughs> What's up, big guy? Oh, not a lot. Not a lot at all. Heck yeah. What you've been up to do what you've been up to today as work, man. Uh work's definitely taxing. I mean, I've been <laughs> been out in the desert all day training people how to drive cars and yeah, I've been up since like six this morning. Oh heck yeah! There I've you been go. going from the six a.m. to like one a.m. schedule, getting like four to five hours of sleep every night. <laughs> heck kind yeah! Of rough. Hustling, hustling. Well, yeah, something like that. And you, you just got back from Florida, like what? What was it? Tuesday? I didn't end up going to Florida. Oh really? Yeah, the mm-hmm. hur- they had a hurricane down there. It was supposed to be like Category Four, but it. Came down in a tropical storm by the time it hit the coast. Oh, geez. So we could have went down there, but yeah, now I'm supposed to go next week, apparently. Oh, but, heck yeah. There you go. Yeah, who really knows? <laughs> change it again. It's been like the fourth time it's changed. Oh, really? Yeah. Oh, dang. I mean, it's not fun work. I got to go change a motor and a transmission in two different cars. Oh, gee, you got to go clear to Florida for that? Yeah, they, they rolled them and then without checking the fluids, it's Flipped him back over and just stood him oh. up and drove. Oh, geez. Yeah. That's no good. No. Well, Mr. Cole, tell us where you're from, who you are. Well, so I, I'm from Clearfield, Utah. So just about an hour south of here. Kind of a little bit more suburb area than rural. Mm-hmm. It's a kind of a shithole. I hate it down there. <laughs> but, um, yeah, I spent all... 17 years of my life down there then i moved up here the last three going on four been living up here and um yeah so heck yeah well what part you guys up here um just like mainly i i had rough going school Mm -hmm. so i moved up here with my uncle because things weren't just wasn't getting along with people down there. Oh, I gotcha. They, things started turning into real issues. So <laughs> yeah, we, we got me out of there and then, uh, and also for football. Oh, heck yeah. yeah. There you go. So, moved up here for football and then once again, didn't go well up here either. But <laughs> at least I had the friend aspect and like down there. Yeah. So, yeah. What position did you play? Uh, I was a running back. Oh, really? Pretty yeah. fast, isn't it? Yeah. Four, six, 40. Oh, so I can, I used to be able to get up and move, but um, <laughs> I'm a little old these days. Oh, what the hell? Yeah. Oh, shit. Well, so how'd you guys get into like the the buggies and the racing and that kind of thing? Because I remember you telling me about uh, a while ago, you guys uh, were making like some like UTV vehicles that were like a military standard and stuff like that. Yeah. Like, so that that's kind of a, pretty interesting story all in itself so Mm -hmm. about 20 years ago my grandpa and dad opened a restoration shop Mm -hmm. my grandpa got in a little bit of financial issues so my dad bought him out started doing body work we became a collision repair shop and then um we built my dad's best friend was in the air force we went out there and they were using like gators and um piece of shit four wheelers for pararescue so they were strapping, oh, really they're using letters strapping dudes to the front of those and 
driving out of battle and that was like terrible what the hell so so we did a proof of concept in 2005 obviously i was only like five years old so right. i don't remember a lot of this but then um 2008 we built our first car for the air force and that was a three seat configuration so it's three seat off-road vehicle and then um the next year we built basically our standard uh chassis for ch47 that's mm -hmm. big um two prop helicopter you can fit oh, four really? size trucks inside and so um we, we came out with our ch47 configuration which was um we sold that to the border patrol and it wasn't originally designed for the ch47 we took one of our rock crawlers and did a center drive five person four letter configuration car and then mm. develop that into what it is and that's kind of the that's kind of when i came into the picture was right around there when i was like eight to nine mm -hmm. really went down to the shop started going there every day after school bending tubes learning how to cut stuff how to do fabrication work and then obviously a lot of rooms were involved it was also <laughs> the, the shop cleaner so was always busy doing something though but heck yeah that's kind of how we just got involved in the government stuff and then that took off into um what it is now so we just build um four seat configuration utv it's the size of a four seat razor mm -hmm. but four seat razor weighs 1800 pounds payload is 900 to a thousand pounds mm -hmm. with four people we hold four people plus three thousand pounds of payload Really? And we can tow exponential amount also. Mm -hmm. So, and we don't burn up belts. Okay. We have 7,000 miles because we have an actual vehicle transmission mm. instead of a um, basically utility transmission or a centrifugal clutch transmission. We use a that of like an 85 Blazer, just okay. a Chevy Turbo 350 transmission. It's all mechanical, mm -hmm. just. Um, so no rubber belts, none of that kind of no, stuff. It's, it's like, all mechanical yeah, driven stuff. Every single thing in that car is mechanical. Even the motor, I mean, it's full standalone harness. So mm -hmm. um, something goes wrong and you know exactly what it is. Yeah. It breaks is kind of when we got um, a lot of dudes ended up dying from a razor incident. Oh, really? Yeah. And so that's where like mil military guys yeah. or? Oh, really? So they blew a belt and then shit went down from there. And then that's where we, that's where we came into the picture mm. was too. Okay. Because they wanted to alleviate that issue. And then right. they came to us because we're, we're one of the number one, um, companies in the industry for us government. I mean, the companies that we work with like Navistar, um, Polaris, AMG, the MSI, these are our multi-billion dollar companies. Like right. the invent the people who invented the first Humvee, the mm -hmm. AMG Humvee. Right. That's who we work with. Oh like, really? So we work with multi-billion dollar companies and we're this mm -hmm. little shithole company down <laughs> fifteen employees, but that that kind of is what gives us our leeway. So mm -hmm. like me and my brother, we do uh all of our R and D now. So any new vehicle design, everybody in the shop kind of pitches in. Like, right. So we have all of our guys that we just hired is in 
they do all of our small stuff like pre-assemblies, um, tabbing cars, but mm -hmm. it's really, um, obviously we need everyone to keep it smooth going. Mm -hmm. but, um, so is it kind of like an assembly line type of deal or? Yeah. Yeah. It's more of a dysfunctional assembly line. <laughs> so do you guys fab up everything? Like yeah, from the so frame, I, body panels, yeah, everything Every like single that? thing in that we send out is hand welded. Every single part that we put on a car has either been modified from a manufacturer or we have a hundred percent built it from scratch. So chassis, A arms, control arms, Dang. every single part of the car is built by us. And then mm -hmm. obviously you got your, um, like we even build our differentials, everything. I build all the rear axles. Like, Dang. so everything is built in house. Um, but then like you have your motors and transmissions and stuff. We, we outsource those obviously. Mm -hmm. right. I mean, my, my ultimate goal at the end of the day is to start doing that in-house. But okay. that requires us to get our new shop up and going and mm -hmm. at the end of the day to get all the machining tools for me to start building motors on a mass production level. We just can't do it. It's just right. easier to outsource it. Mm -hmm. But yeah, that's kind of, that's kind of my, my side hobby aside from work is building motors and doing things like that. But heck yeah. Yeah. So it's just a little bit about the, it's technically called the SXV. Mm -hmm. BC Customs SXV. Okay. But yeah, that's all. It's all that car is. It's quite, um, quite the universal package, and it's it's one of the only cars airdrop certified. Oh really? So, so you can drop it off. Drop it out of the back of airplane. Parachute deploys. Heck yeah! It's on like six feet of cardboard. Mm -hmm. So it's called a crush board. So okay. when the car hits, it's hitting the ground at. Um, almost 20 G's, 12 to 20 G's of impact, like 90% like they, they duct tape all the gauges on. This is for any car that gets airdropped off the switches onto the dash. They duct tape really? everything on. Cause if it hits, everything can just yeah. blow out of it. Exactly. Cause Dang. the forces literally just blow things out. Mm -hmm. so, so how do you guys make sure you're like, like what kind of suspension are you guys using on those just to make sure that that stuff holds or is that not really an issue is it more like your um, internal stuff popping out or like so it, it's our biggest thing is like we what we build we don't really have issues with any of that mm -hmm. but other companies do so they do that for us for reassurance but that's kind of a funny thing so we don't use um any uh, all of our CAD design, so all of our computer-aided design mm -hmm. is all um, done after the fact. So we build and design the chassis, then run it through. Then my brother draws it in CAD. Then we run it through the CAD simulations of 50-mile-an-hour rollovers, see what our chassis oh, really? deflection is. So Versus yeah. most companies, they'll do all that before mm -hmm. they even build the car. Oh, really? but they get mad because we build those cars and we get a quarter inch of chassis deflection. So you're rolling the car barrel rolling at 50, 60 miles an hour. Like Dang. No, 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 any normal car would be destroyed. Right. And our a pillar moved, uh, almost three eighths of an inch and really? went back to where it was. So, Dang. That's freaking impressive. Yeah. At the end of the day, like, that we do things different, but that's also what makes us so versatile. That's mm -hmm. why we're one of the number one skunk works. Uh, skunk works is just a basically research and development company 
for the U.S. government. Okay. So everything we do is low production. So we only have like 100 SXVs built. Oh, really? Yeah. Mm-hmm. Okay. So are you guys just supplying to Air Force right now? Or like have you gotten uh, to other branches? It, we, we supply to all the branches. Oh, really? So yeah. Marines, Navy, yeah, the, Army. The only ones that don't. Well, so the Navy and the Marines both have one car. Oh, really? Okay. But the biggest thing is Air Force and Army. Mm-hmm. Well, I guess that would make sense because Marines are a department of the Navy, so. Yeah, yeah. so it's kind of yeah. like the, the Marines kind of did their own thing. Then, um, of course. <laughs> then Big Navy was, mm-hmm. like, interested in it, and we haven't really talked to them since. But oh, really? the Marines just gave their car to the Army. Oh, really? Yeah, because they ended up going with a different contract, so. Mm-hmm. Okay. Just kind of avoided us out of the picture. But, <laughs> well, yeah. so are these the kind of are these the kind of buggies you guys are taking on these races and stuff, or do you guys have your own like kind of race buggies that you guys so, put together? Or? We have one production car that is modified for a race car. Oh, really? We run that in the Baja One Thousand every year. Oh hell yeah, that's and pretty that, sweet. And that car is honestly one of the best running cars we've ever had. Mm-hmm. It just takes everything. We, we, it's basically rent a race car. Oh, really? We, we bring um, dudes from the military, and mm-hmm. they get to drive the car in races. That's freaking sweet. So, and then and then you have, like, my race car. So my personal car is 600 horse. Um, I have 20 inches of front travel, 20 inches of rear travel on the suspension. So the tire, the tire will move full, 20 inches drop, mm-hmm. which is insane. That's, like... 10 times more than a car or a truck. Right. And then 18 inches belly clearance, they're only 4,000 pounds. Like, that's a full dedicated 100% made to go as fast as you possibly can go. That's a so, race car. Right? Yeah, that, that car, that, those are fully. So, what I drive is a fully dedicated race car. Mm-hmm. It's about. About ninety to hundred thousand dollars just in parts alone. Jeez. Yeah, it's quite sickening when you think about it. <laughs> luckily for us, we do so much contracting stuff, and we buy so many parts. Mm-hmm. Even though our our margins are small, that we make off each car because we're still seventy thousand dollars a car right. in parts just for our production stuff, and that's with Dang. discounts and everything. But whenever we build our onesie twosie race cars, normally those manufacturers help. Mm-hmm. support the money for that so we're not paying that entire price road time right. we'll be driving <laughs> right. I, i'd have a race car but couldn't take it anywhere wouldn't have anything to pull with like mm-hmm. one of those situations yeah i got you but yeah the race car side that's definitely that's a full full dedicated race car 12 foot rock ledges that i'll go up and then i'll Dang. also go through 130 miles an hour in the desert that's freaking sweet. Dude. Yeah, so it's quite the quite the diver, the diverse car. We're, yeah. we're known as like the um, enduro of off-road racing. Mm-hmm. So okay, hell yeah. You take a rock crawler, take a trophy truck, put them together. Mm-hmm. That's what we have. So we lose about 10 to 15 mile an hour on the top end compared to a trophy truck. Right. But they can sustain that. We can't. Mm-hmm. So we can sustain about a hundred miles an hour. Right. But 
like we can top out at 130, mm-hmm. but we'll sustain about 90 to 100 miles an hour versus that'll sustain 120. Heck yeah. So it, there's definitely a mile an hour difference, but we go through a mountain, they go around it. Right. And then a rock crawler, obviously, they're because we're taking from both aspects, they're a little bit more capable in the rocks for a full dedicated rock crawler, but. Right. Considering what we can do with our but for an all-around vehicle, yeah. it's pretty versatile. Yeah, that's where like my last race, we just went through basically a trail that would take eight hours mm-hmm. in a normal car, or let let's just say roughly six to eight hours right. in a normal Jeep or car if they even make it through it without breaking it. <laughs> yeah, we were running lap times of twenty minutes. Holy shit! So that's freaking crazy, man. Yeah. So it, how'd you do in that deal? Um, we had quite a freak incident. Yeah. My, my rear tail light broke off the car. And then on that car, it's, so this is my older race car. Mm-hmm. So we built this in 2013 slash 14, mm-hmm. right, right at the beginning of the year of 2014, but it was mostly built in 2013. And, um, so it kind of had some things that we haven't really updated on it just because we've been patching it together, running it. Right. Name's old Betty. <laughs> Heck yeah. Tired old, old car. But, um, yeah, it's, uh, the rear tail light basically went through the radiators cause they, well, really? through the, the fans didn't hurt the radiator, but went through the fans. Smash the fan up. Pretty so. Bad. Yeah, That's there's crazy. two of them. So I went about a mile into this course, mm-hmm. five mile course. And um, actually, it's five miles, and it would take most people six hours to go through. That's insane. Six to eight hours. So, yeah. And that's where we turn around. And um, so I lost one fan about two miles in, mile mm-hmm. and a half, two miles in. And then I lost the other fan right at the start finish line before I went on to my next lap. Oh, really? Came in the pits, car was at like 265 on water 10. Couldn't, <laughs> couldn't get it to cool down. So at that point, once you get over about 220, mm-hmm. car's overheating, you get over 230, car becomes unstable. Right. It will not cool itself down no mm-hmm. matter what you do. So luckily we had a cooler of um, ice water, big ass cooler, team mm-hmm. raw running it over, dumping it all over the radiator of the car. Oh really? Got it because if you shut a car down at two thirty, mm-hmm. it'll increase the pressure inside the motor by about ten psi, mm-hmm. and then the water temp will go almost three hundred degrees. Really? And you didn't it. crack anything by no. throwing water on? Nope. Really? No, that's it's kind of a it's fairly hard to do. Oh really? Everybody says you'll do it, but if you're not, doesn't happen very often. It, yeah. 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 So. I mean, like, realistically, that poor car has been overheated 270 like five or six times. Like, <laughs> it shouldn't have a head gasket left in it. But, right. But she's still motoring? Yeah, I mean, it, that car just has a stock LS in it. So, oh, really? Yeah. It's just, I mean, those motors are bulletproof. Right. So, and, and how much did you say that thing weighs? Uh, that, that car, that one weighs in it. 3,800 pounds, full race ready. 3,800 pounds with an LS in it? That's freaking sweet. Yeah, so that car is 500 horse roughly, Mm -hmm. weighs 3,800 pounds, 40-inch tires. It'll spin all four off the line. Really? And that car is very underpowered compared to the rest of the field. That's freaking sweet. Most guys I race against, their cars weigh 
mid 5,000 pounds, but oh, there really? were eight, 900 horse cars. Right. So we did, we like to make everything lighter. So they run 40, 40 spine axle shafts, which is axle shaft is almost a two and a quarter inch axle shaft. It's massive. Mm-hmm. But we were on a 35 spine. So it's just things like that. Yeah. You cut the weight down by running lighter stuff, but then we pay out the ass to run the lighter stuff. Right. So it, it's kind of like conflict of interest, but yet we're not spending, we spend 10 grand a motor. They spend 20 to $30,000 a motor. Mm-hmm. So, some are upwards of $50,000 motors. Jeez, that's insane. These come from. So. so it'd be kind of like comparing it like a built race truck, like diesel to like a built car, like, takes half the price but has half the horsepower but yeah. they're half the weight yeah type exactly. of thing exactly so. so half the weight half the power not half the price so yeah it, it all it all checks out pretty good like so at that race the first eight to ten minutes of the race mm-hmm. i passed eight people really on Man. the horn like and how many one, people were in your class uh there's 44 oh really i, I qualified towards the back because um this was kind of my first style of race like that one. Mm-hmm. Just so I've done long distance and short course. I've oh, never okay. done a medium length race. Yeah. So on my qualifying, I took it easy because I didn't know how, how hard I needed to beat the car. Right. But as soon as we got into the race environment, I was running with the other cars. I knew like that you were solid. I saw their pace. I'm like, well, I know that this car can take a little bit more. Mm-hmm. So, but then once again, Eight minutes into the race, hose clamp broke in half. Like one of the, another freak incident that mm-hmm. never happens. Hose clamp literally broke in half. Air filter falls off as a math sensor, so car instantly shuts off. Oh lord! Because it's not regulating the amount of air that the motor is getting, so right. it just shuts it down. Yeah, and I was stuck behind this dude for about a mile mm-hmm. on the horn. Wouldn't just move. wouldn't move over. And I finally, my brother just was like, all right, take him for a ride. So I got <laughs> in it about that close, about honestly three inches from mm-hmm. his rear bumper car shut off. Oh no. Yep. And then all eight people that we passed and everybody just behind flew us by us. it. Damn. And then we got it fixed and passed about 10 people came into the pits. Took a little while in the pits cause they were trying to prevent we're trying to like prevent that hose clamp from breaking. We don't mm-hmm. know what broke it. So we were like zip tying the air filter all over the place to keep it from moving the latest <laughs> yeah. amount of movement mm-hmm. on that as possible. And then went out on the second lap, lost one fan, took us two hours to run the course because we had to pull over. We only had one fan for that whole course. So Jeez. pull over every 150 yards, let the car cool off. Because mm-hmm. one fan, I mean, you can go a decent, you can go about 150 yards, then it will get up to about 230, pull over. Right. Let it cool down. You don't want to get above that because yeah. then it won't cool back down. Yeah. So, and then, yeah, so that one took, that second lap took a took long a time. And that, would, and that was a eight lap race. Oh, So we only made it two laps in before <laughs> we had Before two, Murphy's Law kicked in. Yeah, before we had two very weird catastrophic failures mm-hmm. that like ended our day but that's one of those things it's like once in a million yeah chance. like what are the chances of both of those things happen yeah and they happen on the same day yeah like 20 minutes apart from each other, so <laughs> damn talk about bad luck yeah it was quite a shitter deal but 
Oh, shit. Well, hell, man, that's pretty sick. That's a pretty sweet setup. Yeah. You yeah, guys got cool. going. And, um, so is it mostly like your dad over the thing or your grandpa? Because I met your dad that yeah, one day. So. Dude, that's a scary looking guy. <laughs> he's a big dude. Yeah, yeah, he's quite – he's very adamant about his health. He's got <laughs> – had some issues come up so oh really he's just very persistent about trying to keep himself going keeping himself yeah. squared away Heck yeah, yeah. Well, that's so, never a bad thing a couple roadblocks and um biggest thing the shop the stress that the shop puts on him mm-hmm. is what has declined his health so right. so we've thought he's had als a couple other things doctors keep running tests don't know mm-hmm. like there's been a couple of days where he can't breathe like won't even move really and then come to find out, we found this out last month. So from being stressed out, it basically turned all the foods that he eats into autoimmune disorder. So he's allergic to every food that he has been eating for the last three years. Because he's been so stressed out. That is insane. Yeah. I've never so heard of that. Now every single food that he likes and eats, he can't eat. He has to change, flip the script on it. Dang, that's freaking crazy. I've never yeah, heard so of that. It was like this, and all of us were just sitting there like, you think about it. Yeah. You know, like, that makes sense, actually. Mm-hmm. And, and But then at the same time, like, who would have... How? Yeah, who would have thought of that? Autoimmune, and then that turned into allergies. Yeah. Like, it, just a trip. But anyways, yeah, so my grandpa, I mean, he, he only ran the shop for, I think, about a year. Mm-hmm. And that, that's before my dad bought him out. Mm-hmm. And then he went back up to the base, started doing his own thing. Oh, really? Yeah, so. Okay. So are you guys still based out of Clearfield, or are you guys up here now? Uh, we're trying to get moved up here. We're mm-hmm. based out of Clearfield right now. We're, we're, we're in this issue where our shop's too small. Mm-hmm. And we need more employees. We need more room. But right. we can't expand because we don't have the funds to mm-hmm. go buy land. And then but build then up another building. When, whenever we do have funds to buy land, we burn it up so fast because we're in this crammed little building. I mean, we have like eight storage sheds right now. Mm-hmm. We're just shoving stuff everywhere we can get. Trying to get yeah. production out. Every, every single, like every, any corner, my entire garage is full of shit right now from the <laughs> shop. Like, complete disaster. Yeah. So, yeah, we're, we're kind of stuck in that little, it's like this just constant circle. Mm-hmm. revolving door never stops <laughs> right no. well, heck yeah. yeah man well i mean if if people want to check you out do you ever post anything about it or do you have somewhere yeah. they can check out even just like your Honestly, social or what's so up? on instagram I, that's the only thing i'm ever on facebook just irritates me too much yeah i well, can't get on facebook what's your instagram I have to look that one up real quick. <laughs> go for it not exactly the person that remembers everything so Cole underscore Johnson four four two eight. So Heck yeah. just my name and then that's my ultra four number. I've been trying to post more. Everybody says my shit's really interesting. I need to post more, but Heck yeah. this is one of those things I suck at doing. <laughs> yeah. I suck at yeah. taking pictures, like yeah. so I just never end up doing it. But mm-hmm. I'm definitely gonna try and start posting a lot more so everybody can kind of see what's Heck going yeah. on in my in my bubble, my 
disaster of a life, I guess. <laughs> Heck yeah, man. Well, that'd be pretty sick. Yeah. But, so. uh, well, anything you want to leave with the people? Any life advice? Anything you've learned through this deal? Um, don't be lazy. I, I despise lazy advice. people. Mm-hmm. Um, I, I've met a couple... Just don't be a piece of shit, really. That's <laughs> yeah. all I can just, say. Just be a good person. Yeah. Yeah. Have ambitions, that type of yeah, thing. Yeah, have ambitions. Don't be don't be like my Uncle Lance. <laughs> <laughs> oh, well, everybody's got that uncle. Oh, dude. Worst person I've ever met in my life. <laughs> don't be that guy, everyone. That's don't be that say. guy. Heck yeah, man. Well, um, we'll have to get you back on here sometime, see how the Baja 1000 goes. That'll be freaking sick, man. I'm pretty stoked for you on that deal. Yeah, that'll be neat. But um, First year running a big car, so. Heck yeah, that'll be sweet. I've only man. ever ran our military car that's converted, so. Oh, really? Down in, down in Mexico, yeah, mm-hmm. it's the first time taking the race taking car. old Betty out. And Heck yeah, that'll be sick. I, I've done quite the extensive tube repair job on the front end <laughs> i wrecked it um last year mm-hmm. road was washed out and i was just in the, we were basically in a convoy with like 10 other cars right. and i was in the back because the thing's so obnoxiously loud so i got on this little four-wheeler trail right next to the main road mm-hmm. it was washed out hit a six-foot hole oh like, shit hit my face on the steering wheel knocked me out trashed the front end of the car Dang! So man. I, I've spent the last two weeks cutting the front end of that car off and rebuilding it. Dang, man! You so, almost got her put back together. Yeah, yeah. I'm waiting for the transmission to get back. Randy's transmissions have it. Oh, well, yeah. There you go. So, figured I put six in it. Kind of running out of money. <laughs> Don't have enough money for number seven, but yeah. Um, I took it down to them, and they called me like. Yeah, it has a billet input shaft, but stock clutches. This thing's not going to hold any power. <laughs> it was like, yeah, I can tell because the last shop has just been putting it together every time. Like, mm-hmm. Tell me they're changing things or not. Right. So Randy's is doing a full build on it, so hopefully. Heck yeah, man. That's pretty sick. But, um, well, I think we'll uh, call it on that. We've been going for about it. A half hour here but that's freaking sick man i'm excited you'll have to keep us posted on the ball hall and uh make sure you guys go and look him up give him a follow that'll yeah. be that'll be pretty sick man but we'll definitely have to get you back on talk about the race yeah but, for uh, sure but i mean until then we will uh catch you guys later right on peace out <laughs>